Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. We're continuing to talk about this first building block of building a solid faith foundation. And we're talking about the idea that Jesus Christ calls us to salvation and he also calls us to surrender. Really, the first building block is this living a surrendered life to Christ. And as we consider the idea of surrender, uh, what does that mean? What does it look like in our lives on a daily basis? Is it something we do one time? Is it something that we do a certain amount of time in a week? Is it something that we uh, participate in? Is it some type of attitude? What exactly does it mean to surrender our lives to Christ? If this is such the important first building block, it's important that we understand what it means and ensure that we are living a surrendered life. So as we think about a surrendered life, I would say this is a call to full allegiance to Jesus Christ. Now, why would we even surrender our lives to Christ? I mean, who is he that he should say, hey, surrender your life to me? We understand he's given us the invitation to follow him. And he gave us two prerequisites, as we've looked at in our previous episode of dying to self and denying self. Now, why should we do that? Well, he tells us in multiple different places in Scripture why we should surrender our life. We see one of those in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 14. It says, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them, and rose again. Did you catch what that says? One, yes, the love of Christ constrains us. It motivates us. It propels us. It draws us to him because of what he did for us. Uh, we are, uh, we respond to that really. But then it goes on to say, because he died for us, it says that he died for all. And you can put your name there, very intentional, very specific, that they which live, you and I, that live should not henceforth, no more should we live for ourselves when we come to faith in Jesus Christ, but unto him which died for them and rose again. So here's this idea that you and I, as we are propelled, as we're motivated, as we're drawn by the love of Christ, as we accept salvation that we no more live to ourselves. We realize, okay, because of what he has done for us, you and I are going to respond to that. We respond to that with surrender. So I think if we would fully, if we could, honestly, I don't know sometimes if we even can, if we could fully understand all that Jesus did for us on the cross, we will want to respond by surrendering our lives. It would not be a question. It would be an automatic. Okay, Jesus did this. I must do this. And I know sometimes we talk about what Jesus did on the cross. I know we talk about the death. We picture it on Easter. We celebrate uh, different things in church and we, we preach about it. But I wonder sometimes, even just for myself, I'll speak for me, if I truly, truly understand what Jesus did for me on the cross. 
Because if I fully understood, I feel like I would want to respond in a certain way, and I would want to respond with surrender in my life. Why is that? Romans chapter 12 tells us why we should surrender. I read to you verse number one. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Think about that, our reasonable service. What does that mean? It means it's the least we can do in response for what he has done for us. And as I say again, if we could truly grasp if we could truly understand all that went into the death of Jesus Christ, how he was willing to do that, take the payment for us, we would respond with our reasonable service to him in surrender to him. We would surrender our lives to him. So that's why we should surrender. But what does it mean to surrender our lives? I said just a few moments ago, it means to have full allegiance to Jesus Christ. Think about that word, allegiance. Uh, it would mean complete loyalty or commitment to a person or group. Uh, really, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about allegiance is back in grade school when you say the Pledge of Allegiance. You put your hand across your heart and you, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And you go through, what are you doing? You are pledging your loyalty, your complete loyalty to what that flag represents. You are saying, I believe in what you say. I'm going to stick with you through thick or thin. I'm going to uh, guard you, defend you. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And that's what it means to have full allegiance to. When we think about having full allegiance to Jesus Christ, we're going to be completely loyal to him to his cause, to his work, no matter what the enemy may bring against us. We're going to remain loyal to him regardless of what he asks. Why? Remember, because we're constrained by his love. It's our reasonable service because of what he's done. And then you could think about what it means to surrender to Jesus Christ as having full devotion to. Again, that devotion there would mean love or loyalty or an enthusiasm to a person or cause. I love this definition. It means an unswerving adherence to. Think about that, unswerving adherence. You are stuck to Jesus Christ so that nothing that comes is going to make you swerve away. You think about driving down the road and you see a pothole or you see a dog or, or something in the way and you swerve very quick to get away from it. This is the idea, no matter what comes in our face or what comes in our path, we will not swerve away from him. Actually, we will stick closer to him. Uh, that's the idea there of being fully aligned or having full allegiance to him or having full devotion to him. There's an, uh, an adherence there to him. So how do we surrender and make Jesus Christ Lord of our life? Well, one, just like salvation, we call out to him. We want to invite him into our life to do what? To rule and to take the lead. It means if you like to be in control, you're going to take your hands off the steering wheel and you're going to put the steering wheel in Jesus's hands. You know, I love to be in control of my life. I love to be in control of where I drive as far as a car. Uh, I struggle with roller coasters because I can't control them. If I could have the steering wheel to a roller coaster, I would have a blast. Uh, just the difference of me riding and driving makes a huge, huge difference for me. Maybe my issue, but I'm out of control. 
And so here as we invite Jesus in, we're going to surrender our lives to him. We're going to invite him in to take control. But if we do that, we can't do it by just via word or lip service. We have to actually let go of the wheel and let him lead. What does that look like in our daily lives? It is we're saying yes to Jesus and no to self every single day. Self does not like to be told no. You don't like to, for anybody else to tell you no. But the idea that we're going to surrender our lives to Jesus because it's the least that we can do because of what he's done for us, we're going to say yes each morning that we get up, each afternoon, each evening. We're going to keep saying yes to Jesus and no to self as we go through our day. Now, as we think about the surrender or surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ, this is the first building block. We, we accept him by salvation, and then we begin to build via this surrender. Now, in our next episode, we will look at the idea of the call Jesus gives us within surrender of, of keeping him first, really a call to seek Jesus Christ first. So join with us on that episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.